Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. And I'm Beck. Love, Doctor. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 291 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them three at a time. This is Getting Head. Um, Buckethead. Just, just, just. Let's do a cast. Let's do a good cast. One, two, three. Cast. Welcome, bots, slogs, headgetters, friends, and bucketheads. This is episode 55 of Getting Head, a Buckethead cast, a bucket cast, whatever. We'll fix it in post. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, yeah, you'll fix, you'll, you fix a lot of shit in post, don't you, Spencer? <laughs> yeah, I bet I do. Yeah, you, you fix a ton of our podcasts in post. That's what you do. That's your, that's your job. <laughs> uh, sorry, Star Say. Oh, we should maybe record this meeting. We uh, forgot yeah. to do that. Um, oh, yeah, you definitely need to record the meeting. Well, shit, uh, brother, we're going to, well, I mean, you can just say I'm Beck later. That's fine. Hey, can you, could you actually do me a favor? Say, and I'm Beck right now. And I'm Beck. Love doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, we love yeah, to see enough. it. Um, <laughs> some, someone, someone on our, our chat asked uh, on a scale of one to 10, how much do these two annoy you? Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot. I would say 11 out of 10, Spinal Tap. Wait, who are they talking to? Yeah, yeah. are they talking Beck? to me? Are they talking to I think they're talking to you, you? Beck. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're the two annoying ones here, so. Uh, I don't have a good answer for that. I would, I would answer just with a heart. Like, like a 10, oh. but like the zero is a heart. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Or maybe that's, for that's Halloween, it's like a jack-o'-lantern. Uh, yeah. I love that. Well, anyways, hey, we're here. It's episode 55 we of are. Getting Ahead of Bucket Cast. What do you got for 55? I got absolutely nothing for 55. I think uh, I can't drive it, yes. though. Thank you. Oh, oh there we go. It's a Red Rocker. We got the Red Rocker cast today. The Red oh, yeah. Robin Rocker uh, cast. The Red Rocket cast. Red, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Sammy Hagar or a dog's penis? Your choice. <laughs> yeah. Your choice. No, no, no. You forgot yeah. Red Robin. Yum. Oh, yeah. That's also like a dog's penis. You're right. Yes. Beck, you were talking to me about Red Robin yesterday. Can you elaborate, please? So I've been looking online. Like, so I I learned about Lichtenstein, the the artist from from Red Robin art. Roy Lichtenstein, the pop artist from the 1960s and 70s. Yeah. Because Red Robin used to have art that mimicked his style and all these other styles. And so I've been looking on Electronic Mm -hmm. Bay trying to find... (laughs) <laughs> Red Robin art that I can buy my brother for Christmas. And the only thing that they have is a $500 framed poster of King Kong on the top of the Empire State Building holding a hamburger. And I'm not going to say that kind of money. That's amazing. <laughs> that fucks so hard. <laughs> yeah, imagine taking someone home and like you have that poster like that, above that, your that bed. It's the only art they have. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, your walls are all white except for that. And there's like lights on it. Yeah, museum lights. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's pretty cool. I love everything about that idea. And so uh, yeah. I, I've been able to 
find nothing. I, I have been able to find existence of, they had an American Gothic where there's like a cheeseburger spirit on the spear or like somebody's face right, is a cheeseburger right. or something. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, Red Robin art from when we were kids doesn't exist anymore, and I miss it. How you go, Phil? Man, wow. R.I.P. I mean, it, it still exists in Red Robins. Like, you can go steal it like you steal their fucking fries seasoning. I, well, for I some, mean, that's I a little not. bit more difficult. Yeah, like, but, like, like who, who's stopping you? <laughs> Red Robin's security? <laughs> Maybe, fuck out of here. Like, I would say the mall <laughs> security, probably. Like <laughs> That's only if you go to a mall Red Robin's. If you go to one that's, like, outside of a mall. All right, okay. They might have security. I don't know. So there's that one in uh, Linwood, Washington... That's like just in the parking lot of the yeah, mall. Yeah, it's like not uh, in the mall. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot not of parking lot Red Robins. Like, in, yeah. In, come to think of it, I can't think of a single Red Robin I've ever seen that's not mall adjacent. <laughs> it's either in a mall, mm-hmm. like attached <laughs> to a mall, or like in the parking lot of a mall. I, I would argue. Yeah, that's Red Robin oh, and Diamond. Actually, I, I take that back. The like one of the original Red Robins, which was here in Seattle is actually non-mall adjacent entirely, but it's like a defunct Red Robins. It's um, it's kind of near here, actually. The U-District uh, one? It's over on Montlake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the U, the U-District one, kind of over on Montlake here, I think. Montlake? Huh, Eastlake area, okay. I think. I've never seen anything yeah. around there that looks like a Red Robin, but it's, I don't know. It, it's in that weird area, like right across the bridge in between here and Eastlake. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I do know that area. It's like That's right, a weird area. Yeah, yeah, it's like right when uh, when you're going from here to East Lake, right after okay. you get across the bridge on the left hand side. Okay, is like I think Red Robin's number two or something like that. Weird, but it's it's nowhere near anywhere where a mall was. Yeah, and I find that like um, unsettling. Well, I mean, because that's the, the kind of restaurant that you go to, like when you're in. A place like that, like it's not the kind of restaurant that you go to, like when you have other choices. You know, in a lot I mean, of circumstances. It, it, it depends. Like, it is, it, it has utility with certain things. Like, I remember in Alaska, I'd end up going to Red Robin mm-hmm, a lot. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah, I went I, with you, yeah. Yeah, we, like, I, I was vegetarian, and I think you were at the time too, right? Yeah, I was. And it's one of the few places there you could get a veggie burger yeah. like, at any time. And, and it was, like, good too. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, veggie a good burger, fucked, and the, the fries were really good. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, like, that was a really good option at the time. And mm-hmm. it, it, I remember it being, like, expensive for the time, which I think, like, was, Ish. like, $10 or yeah. $8 or something like that. It, but uh, it, it was also Decepticide's favorite restaurant. So we went oh, yeah. there with them. It was fun. Times. Yeah, I remember going back there uh, to the one, the the North Northway Mall one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as an adult and like drinking there and also getting that same nice. food. And that was actually a pretty fun experience as you well. Know, come, come to think of it, the diamond one isn't exactly mall adjacent either. That's what I was saying. The one we always used to go to. That one's yeah, not mall adjacent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's mall, mall adjacent ish. It's like two blocks away from the diamond mall, but it's still like. But okay. Top great- three, top three mall adjacent, uh, ah, top three mall adjacent spots. Go red Robin. Back. Um, red uh-huh. Robin. Um, uh, the, the rock pizza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rock wood fire pizza. Mall-ish. That's that's all over the place though. And that, uh, I that's mean, all, like they, that's only a, apparently a like West Coastish thing. Um, you don't have rock pizzas over there. I, lo- I looked into it. Uh, Iraq Olive pizza. Garden? Iraq. <laughs> Olive, yeah. Olive Garden is a mall adjacent. Uh, they can be, yeah, certainly. Yeah. I'll take it. Give me uh, another George Bush wanted to invade Iraq pizza because the pizza was oily. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic. 
bucket joke, we'll call it. Thank you. If it's on the cast, it's a bucket yeah, joke automatically. It's something. Yeah, bucket jokes are leaking, dude. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, well, Red Robin Art, that's sick. I love that. That's that's super good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britt, what's up with you, man? Not a whole lot, man. You know, some my dad's visiting. That's interesting. Yeah. Good, interesting, bad, interesting. It's cool. Just hanging out. You know. Hanging out. Hanging out with the wanging out. Thank, thankfully, no. Okay. <laughs> we did that a lot when we were younger, and that oh, was no. weird. Oh no. Just, All right. Just because you're related to your like young kids doesn't mean you can just like hang around with your balls out, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. To be that's, clear, to listeners, he was that's... not like exposing himself here. He was just no. He wasn't just like hey, kids want to see my dick. He was just like he was very casual about like. Oh, I guess all my underwear is in the dryer. I got to go walk and get my underwear. And like, you know, we're there. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah. Well, the last time I saw my dad's balls was when I was, I think, 14 <laughs> years old. And brother, I don't know if you remember this, but like you and Mon, like one of your friends, I think, were like down in the theater room and I was just in my room doing something. And um, I walk out into that like landing area and I just like look upstairs to where our parents' room are and and Sir was just like there, just like holding his dick. <laughs> he had a T-shirt on, but he was like holding his dick, and so his balls were just like <laughs> hanging out. And I was like, "Oh, dude, what the fuck?" Did he not? And I, I like home? just walked downstairs because that's where I was heading, and I just opened the door, and I was just like, "I just saw Dad's balls," and like you and Ma just like cracked up laughing and wouldn't stop laughing, and I'm like, "Come, don't lie. It was it's, it's a bad experience." Yeah, never oh, that's fucking great. I remember yeah. that Thankfully, clearly. I haven't seen my dad's balls. What's news? Hey, hey, well, you know, actually, speaking of balls, oh, no. um, so uh, I don't talk about where I work, uh, but suffice it to say, you know, I I do tech support for a major electronics manufacturer, <laughs> and. He's a big squad, uh, bro. As a result, you know, I talk to a lot of people. I talk to a lot of crazy people or a lot of like interesting people uh, at my job. And I, you know, some of those stories are pretty funny. And I wanted to share one that it was, it's been in my mind recently. Uh, Cause it's, it's just, oh man, it, it sums up, you know, kind of what I deal with a lot. Okay. So it must have been like uh, uh, maybe fall or winter, early winter. 2019 probably mm-hmm. yeah dude comes in um seeking tech support and uh <laughs> he doesn't look like weird at first he's just like a normal looking like 40s ish dude wearing like a kind of like upper class like bike gear stuff you know yeah, yeah. very clearly he rode a bike here bike dead. uh but doesn't look like weird or anything mm-hmm Okay, and so then, like, he comes in, he's like, I'm like, okay, hey, man, what's up? He's like, he holds up an iPhone 6. Okay, this was in 2019, so mm-hmm. iPhone 6. Okay, good. It's right, a few like, years old. It was a five-year-old phone at that point, oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. So, like, pretty pretty old. Uh, <laughs> holds up an iPhone 6, and he turns to me, and he says, I shit you not, quote, this device discharges electricity into my testicles. Hell yeah, baby. I want yeah, to tell us more. I mean, was he doing it intentionally? Was he like just telling you about his kink or? Is this an uh, so he was like, he was like, this device is making me impotent. The electricity, it affects my testicles and other parts of my body. Mm-hmm. I need it replaced. 
His te- wait, his testicles or the iPhone? Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, and I'm like, bro, okay, <laughs> wow, where do we even start here? I'm like, well, firstly, you know, that's that's not possible, my friend. Like, this this device, there's no way it can discharge electricity into the enclosure, and even if it did, that's who am I to say if it's going into your balls? Like, I, I, I can't help you with your ball problem, sir. Like, this is your device is four years out of warranty. Cannot help you. You you must leave. This is not a real problem. <laughs> like you know, like what can you do? You, well, you what you should have done is been like, okay, first, can I see your phone? And second, could I see your balls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, it's like yeah. show show me what's going on with your balls, man. Yeah, like, like <laughs> prove it, bro. <laughs> like let's see them. Let's see drop, you, you drop, got drop them nuts, baby. Yeah, drop trial, baby. Drop them nuts. <laughs> you got. You got before and after pics? Put them on the counter. <laughs> I'm the ball genius for today, baby. We can go into the bathroom if you feel uncomfortable out here. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you were the, 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 the geek squad for testicles that day. Uh, yeah, and so, like, nothing. Ball squad? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not that clever, though. No. Like, geek, uh, um, Skeet Squad? I don't know. Skeet Squad is pretty know. good. I would. Lo- I'm gonna make that in that logo. Okay. <laughs> Skeet Squad <laughs> sucks. Uh, no, so that that wasn't okay. So that that part was crazy, right? But I like told this guy off. Basically, I was like, "You gotta go. I can't help you." Right? That's not the craziest part. Dude comes back mm-hmm. the next day. And, like, I see him talking to one of my dudes, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why is this dude back? And I come over, and I'm like, hey, 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 what's up? Like, what's going on here? And he turns to me, he's like, my balls. <laughs> like, my, my testicles. And my balls. <laughs> <laughs> my balls. Uh, no, he's like, he's like, this device, the electricity, my testicles. And, like, this poor kid that I had working for me, he was, like, brand new. He was, like, two months like, new. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what am I supposed to do with this guy and his testicles? Like, what What are we doing? You must survive the testicle gauntlet <laughs> before your 60 days are up. <laughs> and I was like, dude, there's nothing you can do. You need to tell him to leave. Like, just blow, tell him to leave. Like, what, what the fuck? And so I don't see him. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, I don't think about it. Then like a day or a day and a half later, there he is again. He's there again. And I'm like, what the fuck? But I'm leaving at the time. So I don't get to see like the resolution of it. I'm like, no, why is he back? This motherfucker and his fucking balls. His balls. Yeah. He really, I think he really wanted to show someone his balls. Maybe. What if this guy's like a test for probationary employees? Like, like if, if you actually engage him, you fail. Right, like, like you're not supposed to. Well, so in that case, in that case, fucking two people at my job, one of which would be a manager, would fail that because guess what happened? Guess what the resolution for that was? A manager covered swapping his phone. Oh God! Oh, he actually wait, wait. He they replaced his five year old phone at no cost because of his testicle problem. That's all you have to do. You have to go in and. No, that is not. Don't you fucking dare think that. No, but like that, I can't believe that that happened, and that was a fucked up thing from that job. So I don't know. Testicle guy. Moral of the story: If your phone is discharging electricity into your balls, and you realize that this is something that's happening to you, and you need to talk to someone about it, talk to a therapist and not your local tech support. I I don't. So I feel like um, uh, the Geek Squad and Best Buy, moreover, could really absorb. You know, the loss. Like, what does it matter for them other than it inconveniences you? Like, it's either you placate this fucking guy and just, like, give in to his demands 
or literally everyone in the store apparently has to go through this whole <laughs> my balls rigmarole, which is like that. That's just like is a manager. I would I would have been like, yeah, I'm not gonna put anybody else through this here's a new free phone get out you weird motherfucker <laughs> like that that ultimately it's not it's not coming out of anyone's paycheck oh yeah no it's it's more just like for me the principle the principle of the fact that it's not a real problem it definitely didn't you happen you don't know you didn't see his balls you didn't even ask I, to I, look. I fucking know how that phone yeah. works and i know that that's not possible so yeah, like yeah you you you're tech support, not test support. Oh, <laughs> yes. You finally did it. Yes, the that's code. the name of the episode. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I like that. That's pretty great. Oh, oh man. Well, anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Beck is Britt's, uh, Britt's brother. Yeah. And that's our guest today. We're on episode 20-something. Yeah, uh, well, nobody listened. So, yeah, if you're listening you know, now, that's who that's who we're talking to you're today. You're talking to the yeah. bucket board, fellas. Oh, we'll get the to the bucket void. void. The, the, yeah, we're we'll, not we'll the get, bucket. That's yeah. Just you're, no, you're just talking into back. the bucket void. This is this is a a bucket void. Th- that's true. That's true. The void does talk back to us sometimes. The void buckets back. Yeah, the, the void bucket. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good name for the episode. Yeah, speaking uh, speaking of uh, bucketing back, uh, Beckett head. What's new with you? Oh, I like that Beckett head. Uh, Samuel Beckett head. That is. Oh, I don't know who's Sam. Well, who's Sam well uh, I'm pretty sure we already covered that with our Red Robin talk. So um, I was saying, if you could, I was gonna see if you could hit us with a bucket fact. I I could could probably do that. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Today we're gonna talk about something I know is uh, I didn't even know my brother was coming on, but felicitously, <laughs> I might say serendipitously, uh, we are covering Beck's very favorite subject today, and so today oh we're gosh. gonna talk about. Bucket hits history with Primus and moreover Les Claypool. <laughs> oh, Prepare wow. to get Les Claypool, baby. <laughs> oh man, his, his brother like pulls the the gun out of his fucking drawer here. Um, Buckethead first met Les Claypool and Primus through Brian Mantia, also known as Brain, sometime in early 1998. Uh, Brain had worked with Buckethead in practice since the early 90s. And he had joined Primus a year earlier, replacing their longtime drummer, Tim Armstrong. Claypool and Buckethead quickly became friends, and Buckethead reportedly spent some time between shows and touring, staying at Les Claypool's San Francisco home. The first time we see Buckethead performing with Les is in June of 1998 with an impossible-to-find band called Quail's Breath. <laughs> what, a, what a band name. Uh, in, <laughs> literally... I spent probably half an hour looking for this band on the internet uh-huh. and they seemingly don't exist. The only place they exist is on like this spreadsheet of Buckethead's past performances. Uh-huh. That's it. It's like a so, dog star type band. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. Dog star maximum baby. <laughs> so after this, uh, Bucket and Les decided to form a musical collaboration and began uh, recording Monsters and Robots together, on which is the infamous Ballad of Buckethead, which is one of the few Buckethead songs outside of his album Enter the Chicken that actually has vocals on it. Um, Wow. After this, Praxis went on a mini-tour, after which Buckethead opened for Primus for a couple months in order to market 
the release of Monsters and Robots. Buckethead then joined uh, Primus, opening them for all of their OzFest 99 tours and all of their Family Values 99 tour dates. Wow. Oh, I love Family Values. Wow. This this is the period of time in which Buckethead reportedly jammed with Limp Bizkit. And I didn't, I I actually found that information on a completely separate thread in deep into Buckethead Facebook where a guy was talking about how he had talked to uh, Fred Durst like way back in the day. What? And Fred mentioned that his, uh, that Limp Bizkit had jammed with Buckethead in the early 2000s. You have my attention now. Late 90s. Wow. Yeah. I think is pretty, pretty fantastic. In 2002, Praxis was slated to play the Bonnaroo Festival, but was unable to due to Bill Laswell's absence. Seeing this, Les Claypool offered to fill in, and thus Colonel Claypool's Bucket of Bernie Brains, with Brain, Bernie Worrell, and Buckethead, was formed. They released one studio album and a collection of live recordings, uh, which would be the most recent project the two have worked on together. Les Claypool is regarded, by and large, as one of the main people who put Buckethead on the map, and inasmuch in a 2011 interview with Legnappy, the interview told Mm. Les Claypool, if it wasn't for your set, I would have never known who Buckethead was. Primus introduced me to Buckethead, to which Les Claypool responded, well... I apologize for that. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a wild trip. Let's go back to Red Robin. So if I walked into a Red Robin and I offered the manager uh-huh. 50 bucks, hey, here's 50 bucks, here's 100 bucks. Let me take that painting out the wait, wall. Would, the would you way. offer it to him like, would you say uh, 50 bucks, little, little man? man wait, put that shit in, in your hands. hands. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to bribe Red Robin's manager for? Just to look the other the way art, if I obviously. walk off with this painting. No. Yeah, yeah, you could do it. Easy, 100%. I, I think they would have to give in. Yeah, either that or you could be like, hey, how much do you pay for these like dumb framed posters? And could I buy one off you? And, you know, make a deal with them. But do you think they still have this art up? I, I bet it, it's like much more hip art than that now. What's more hip than what, Roy yeah, Lichtenstein? What, yeah, like what is more hip than than that shit? Yeah, seriously. Uh, I, yeah, I got nothing. Name name another visual artist, Beck. War like Banksy. Hall. He's he's a contemporary of Lichtenstein. <laughs> he's just as old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And I think they actually did have one that was like, wasn't it like Marilyn Monroe? And then there's like a burger. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we listened to three more fucking pikes this week, not going back to Red Robin. <laughs> That's true. Uh, um, pikes 163, 164, and 165. Uh-huh. Blue Tide, Ghoul, and mm-hmm. Orange Tree, respectively. Yeah, we fucking did. Yeah, so did. Uh, P- Pike 163, Blue Tide. Yeah. Re- released on August 11th, 2015. Just three days after the previous fight, Pike four forms. God, that was a tongue twister. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, ma- major keys. Uh, so <laughs> it was two very, very different songs, and yeah, both of them were mostly major key. But the second one was like I don't know, very 
kind of neoclassical, neo baroque. It felt very downbeat. Yeah. It was, I mean, he did a lot of very like don't no 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 kind of very like baroque, almost like Oregon or Oregon runs. Not it, Oregon, you know what it's Oregon you know what it sounded like to me, man. It sounded like. It sounded to me like a Guns N' Roses ballad guitar solo. That's why so, I liked it. Yes. The the first the first <laughs> the first song you, yeah. The first song definitely did. The first song sucked, I will say. I didn't like it at all. What really like killed it for me was the backing tracks were like a combination of distorted electric guitar, distorted electric acoustic guitar, I think. And then bass, all of which were playing like the same thing. And like, it sounded okay on speakers, but on headphones, it sounded like fucking dog shit. It was just like not well mixed. And it was just like the same chord progression for a good, like 12 minutes with a 12 minute solo over it. And, uh, although that's almost the description of the next song Tide, uh, like Tide was just so much better. Blue, not great. I, I am not blue. Daba D, Daba Die <laughs> for this album. I mean, that, that was quite a that was quite a manifesto. Yeah, or a manifestation. Quite a review there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. that was that was, that was a lot. There was a lot of thoughts. Uh, I mean, uh, I was bored by all of this album. It sounded like Guns N' Roses ballad guitar solos to me. Interesting. And I, uh, the second track really, I don't think, did at all. Like, the second track was so much better. I found I it. I did think it was better. It was so but much. But it still reminded me of that. It was way less offensive than the two following ones. The, the two following ones were just like, the, the last one, we'll get to it. But this one was, like, at least pleasant. I, it was something to just have on in the background while you're, like, doing the dishes, which was exactly what I was doing. And nice, nice. Or masturbating. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like like we like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Together. Together, yeah, Before when we, we listen to the fight. Yeah, yeah. The Twitch on. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. just right in these chairs. We film it, but it's I for mean, another site. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're yeah. twitching, but we're not on Twitch, you know what <laughs> I mean? Um, it was melancholy. It was jazzy. It was fine. Uh-huh. It's a little jazzy, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I will say, did not like the first song, really liked the second song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And in uh, oddly enough, uh, all three pikes this week are just two tracks. Oh yeah. The sh- the shortest song we listened to this week, I believe was the first song on this album Blue at 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Which, look at us. Yeah. Long song kings. Long, long song fat big. dong. Hell um, yes. Yeah, baby. Um yeah, this <clears throat> so the whole album because I feel it it is kind of inconsistent in tone. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be a great soundtrack to anything specifically. Mm-hmm. However, uh, track two tied is definitely like the theme to the wedding chapel at Buckethead land, the bucket chapel. Oh yeah. I could see that. Yeah. yeah people be getting married to that shit for yeah, sure. Like, uh, you know, you, you think they gotta have a place to get married. Cause like people get married all the time at like Disneyland and Disney world. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Dude, Disney adults are the worst. Dude, they are the worst. It creeps me the fuck out. Why would you want to go there in the first place? Then in the second place, like, why would you want to get married there? I don't know. Like, it's like you're, you're getting married in a shrine to capitalism. Right. I mean, listen, it's weird. So cool. what do you, what do y'all think is weirder? Uh, as a quick aside here, Disney adults, or Harry Potter adults. They're the oh, same. It, it, I, I, I know. They're the just like generationally different. 
No, I don't know, man. Like, I'm pretty sure like that Venn diagram is just a circle. <laughs> it's a perfect mm. circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, per- a perfect circle as well. Yeah. Nah, nah, not not exactly. Like, because you know, at least with like Harry Potter, you're in some way defending a transphobe. Whereas Disney doesn't do that exactly. I don't know, man. That that's where it gets dicey for me because like I don't really know what the state of that is, but like I did look at uh uh what's her name? Um JK Rowling. Yeah, JK Tolkien or whatever. Yeah. I looked at, at her Instagram for the first time or not Instagram, sorry, her Twitter for the first time maybe uh-huh. like last year. Yeah. When I was really bored during the pandemic and um I had heard that she was like not cool. And like, but I'd Correct. never like seen any of that stuff for myself. Uh-huh. And so I just looked at her page yeah. randomly and just like scrolled through it and looked through some stuff. And wow, you know, I, I was really surprised. Like, she's a really bad person. She, like, she's terrible. I was like, whoa, like, it, this it, is really fucked it, up. I like, don't understand. You know, I, see, I didn't even have any context other than knowing that like people had like thought that she was bad in some yeah. ways. Like, I didn't know anything, but I just, just scrolling through her page and like reading this sort of shit she was saying, I was like, what the fuck is and going on? It just on? doesn't make any sense like, why she would choose <sighs> that hill specifically to die on. The turkey is weird, It has man. nothing to do with anything she's ever done. Like, she, she writes young adult novels about wizards, and suddenly the cause she's taking up is denying the existence of trans women? Why? Like, I don't get it. it makes Why no does sense. she care? Yeah. Well, it's, Just because like trans women get mad when she attacks them? Of course they do. You're attacking them and denying their existence. Fucking doofus. Yeah, it's pretty like, fucking anyone's weird. Anyone's going to get mad if you deny their existence. Like That is true. For sure. Oh. She, she's horrid, but was the writing on the wall already there with like when she started coming out with all those weird facts about Harry Potter that like no one asked for and nobody cared about? She's like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah Dumbledore was, was gay. And, and everyone's like, yeah, what? Now that, I was thinking <laughs> about that today. Like, what's the point of doing that other than like some sort of damage control from your guilty conscience yes. from hating a big part of LGBTQ, you know? She's just, I'm, she's, she's one of these fucking, have you heard of the LGB movement? Because it's a thing. And it's like a transphobic queer movement, which in my opinion is, you know, an oxymoron. That seems insane. And, yeah. Like, why specialize that much? Yeah. What are we doing? I, I don't <laughs> know. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah, we have, we have to be exclusionary of these folks because even though they share almost every likeness with our cause in str- a struggle that's actually greater than ours, like, they can't share in our struggle at all. Need to do a different. I'm like, why do you care? Why do you care so much? Uh, It's it's so weird to me. It's It's super weird. weird. Would agree. Transphobes, uh, weird, bad, weird, dumb. Fuck off. To to the audience, don't support J.K. Rowling. Spend your money elsewhere. Don't don't pay 120 dollars for a wand at Harry Potter Land. Yeah, don't don't go to Harry Potter Land. Don't go to fucking Universal Studios unless you're there specifically for the Waterworld exhibit, which oh, I, fucks. Oh, okay. Fucks. 
I forgot that we were talking about Fucks. Waterworld, the oh, film. Oh. I thought you were talking about like a piss sex or, thing. Or their, their yeah. Halloween. They got like a Halloween Nights thing that's apparently a big thing. Where oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's supposed to be really good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see it. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be like a huge kind of haunted house thing. Pretty spooky. Going on. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, sounds tight. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't know. No. Haunted houses are yeah. always tight. It, I I have speaking I, yeah. of haunted houses, Pike one sixty four, ghoul. <laughs> wow, released, this is a taskmaster. Released on August eighteenth, twenty fifteen. Exactly one week after Blue Tide. Exactly a week, huh? He's gotten yeah, so exactly good at the transition okay. stuff. Yeah, um, we're good. We've made fifty five hey, episodes, not counting bonus episodes of this show. Yeah, Beck. Yeah, speaking of trans rights, I'm into the right transitions, baby. <laughs> Uh, i hate myself i'm so sorry uh ghoul uh and once again a two tracker split Uh into ghoul one and ghoul two Uh um which were also fairly different songs Uh i thought it was a pretty cool album yeah, uh, it's got some proggy alt metal going on for the first yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. some slow melodies going on over it. Um, uh huh. Really cool riffs. A some lot riffs. of arpeggios. Uh-huh. Um, some cool runs, melodic runs. Although they're kind of slow here and there. Cool song. A little long, but it's nice. You know, nice. Yeah, song. yeah. It was a it was a change of pace. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. It, was, it, was, it was not as aggressive as I was hoping for after the previous record. The previous record was so slow and atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I can't talk atmospheric. And uh, I was hoping for something a little bit more aggressive and in your face. And this is not quite that. It's not entirely not that, though. Like, mm-hmm. it has some parts that are kind of that. But it doesn't, it doesn't really ever get to the point of, like, really aggressive metal true you know yeah which is something i like when buckethead does but i felt like the middle of the album was like the he'd be a good person to like write video game music the middle of the album was like all boss battle music right and then the Mm -hmm. rest of it was definitely the rest of it was like kind of easy going does anyone listen to buckethead albums for the drums like i was thinking about that on this album (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate a yeah. lot of the drum programming. Like, yeah. it, he do, him and Dan Monty are literally a master class on drum programming. Yeah, like, they're very good they're and very not, consistent. Yeah, too. Not, not all their drum programming is great, and sometimes they don't do the best mixing when switching it up a lot with a lot of the drums. But, like, they are still, I'd say, especially for how fast they pump stuff out, some of the most consistent drum programmers I've ever heard. Yeah, re- really good yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I am actually very much astounded by their ability to program drums so consistently without really like making it noticeably repetitive. Or yeah, bad at any point. it's really not noticeably repetitive, and that is my biggest uh, compliment to it as well. Yeah, um, it it genu- it genuinely does feel natural. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, not every song is the best, but generally speaking. There, it's at least like above average to great. Right, it's very most rare. Times. I think the drum programming is not good. Like yeah, very rare. Very rare. Yeah, I, I would agree. argue for this album. Like that was one of the first things I noticed is that the drum programming seemed repetitive to me. Interesting. Interesting. No, I thought it was pretty good. And I mean, you know, it's it's a combination of things too. Like, I feel like I only know notice that the drums are getting repetitive when. The other music is repetitive also. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I kind of go down a list of stuff. Like, usually I'll listen to, at least with Buckethead, like, guitar first, then bass, then kind of drums. 
That's what my ear kind of naturally goes for just cause I'm not really a drummer. Um, and so like, you know, if the guitar is constantly switching up and doing something interesting, I never even really notice the drums unless they do something like specifically bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was, um, I thought it was, was pretty rad. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the second song, like the first half of it was like some cool chuggy metal stuff. Yeah. But then the second half of it was just the longest bucket breakdown of all time. <laughs> it was a good, like four solid minutes of just the same, like breakdown rhythm. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, that's not something we've really heard from Buckethead before. So I'm not, I wasn't like, Ugh. cause mm-hmm. if he did that all the time, like, you know, a metal core band, uh-uh. uh, I probably would dislike it, but you know, since it's not something that Buckethead does a lot, I was like, okay, I'll let him get away with that. That's, that's something new, something new to his repertoire. Hell yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. But overall, not a bad metal album. It's, it's, it's monster truck intro music. Ooh, I kind of like that. Um, uh-huh. oh, I, I I'd like say, it. uh, it, uh, goes to like a, a game, like maybe a ring toss or like you got the guns. It's like a carnival game music. Mm, okay. Kind of kind of upbeat. It's like, you know, trying to churn people out of there, get them excited. So they move faster and make more mistakes. <laughs> I've made many mistakes at carnivals. How about you? Yeah. Going to a carnival yeah. is your first mistake. That is. Yeah. First mistake, mm. last mistake. You end up, you know, with a belly filled with, Bullshit. Fried dough. Fucking. Is that after you go to the carny glory hole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> carny hole. Car- carny hole. Yeah. Good yeah. times. Yeah. You love a carny hole. You, you, yeah, you do. Mm. Speaking uh, of uh, carny uh, holes, like <laughs> <laughs> 165, Orange Tree. <laughs> Uh, speaking, of, speaking of lemon parties, let's go different citrus here. Yeah. Uh, released on August 21st. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, hold on real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, lemon party. Speaking of which. Yeah. Um, I had to recently explain to a coworker what lemon party was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a fun experience. I was like, well, so you remember meat spin? You remember tub girl? And then I was like, okay, well, well. Old man penis. Are you ready? Old man penis. Can I can I can I drop something <laughs> on the both of you? A, a fact that I don't believe you know, but is maybe one of my favorite facts on all of the internet. Oh, wow. I love facts. So we're we're both we're all familiar with Lemon Party here, right? Yeah. Yes, the old man. So old man yeah. orgy on the original Lemon Party website. It was a digital photograph, right? Uh huh. Um, like done on an early digital camera. And uh, when they uploaded it, uh, the EXIF data was also <laughs> uploaded. <laughs> Apparently, the photo was taken on 9-11-2001. No. What? No. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. What? Yes. That is quite what? a fact. Isn't that one of the greatest facts you've ever heard? What? It just that's, like that's the day that Nickelback's uh, "Silver Side Up" came out. It is. It certainly is. With hit single "How You Remind Me." Well, hit single <laughs> "How You Remind Me" was released about a month earlier, and but it video. contained hit single it it "How You Remind did. Me." What a good uh, single yeah. album, from, huh? from Canadian rock band Nickelback. Yes. Wow. Mm. Excuse me, Canadian gent band Nickelback. Thank you very much. Uh, I recently had the experience of explaining gent to someone also. 
Gent. Wow. So it's how did it go losing that relationship? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, wait, wait, is gent a thing it, I don't know about, or are you just talking about short for gentleman? Whoa. No. Yeah, so gent is uh, spelled day, D, sorry, day. day. <laughs> it's spelled <laughs> Daniel Gent Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled, it's spelled uh, D-J-E-N-T. Uh-huh. Gent. Never heard of it. And it, it's gent, actually, gent. It, it's, it's literally named after the sound the guitar makes in the music. Yeah. Which is like, it's music that's like, heavily rhythmic and it's usually just like the guitar playing along to the bass drums mm-hmm. and it's like like mashuga is the best example of a gent band it's just like a bunch of guitars that are just like dun 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 and that shit and it's just like uh yeah yeah it's it's like prog rock for people who don't know more than one note and uh, sometimes they play a lot of notes sometimes they do and i mean yeah i mean to be fair there is stuff that's like legitimately incredible gent like animals Animals as leaders yeah is like an incredible band and they are technically gent well they came from that but they they become the kind of their own thing yeah yeah yeah, at this point they they incorporate a lot of elements yeah they're just like kind of like jazz metal at this point but yeah Yeah. they're a lot of stuff is it like jazz metal everyone's playing the same part jazz dga dga G A D G A Day. Roll it back. So like everyone's playing the same part, like on the same beat. I mean, sometimes kind of. That, that, that's kind of how it's structured. A yeah. lot of people do things differently, but that is kind of the core of it. Um, it's not. It's it's whatever. We don't need to think about it. The core no. we do need to think about <laughs> the core of it, like, a, like, a, like an, the core of an orange, like an orange tree. I wanted to take this transition from you. Yeah, a core. Yeah, because the uh, oranges. Or, uh, <laughs> Famous for having a core. I, I think you're comparing yeah. apples and oranges here, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this one is also split into two tracks, both of which are very thematically. And structurally different. I love the first song on this Orange Tree. It is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It's like prog jazz. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like fusiony stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, super fusiony. It's, it's super fusiony, and uh, it was pretty sick. Yeah, I yeah. like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I said uh, it kind of sounds like uh, Al Diemiola got a lot more effects and did a lot of drugs. Yeah, that it's is like, kind of it, what it it's, sounds it's like. Kinda, yeah. It's very Al Diemiola, like a lot of really cool clean string skipping stuff and like really amazing super fast runs but at the same time it's like heavily psychedelic which is an area that Aldi Mila does not go into often um okay how how's this for a meme it's mm-hmm. Al G Miola but it's like DJ and then he's playing a seven string well how about how about <laughs> Al G Miola but he's like an OG and he's like <laughs> hanging out with gangsters he's like a blood <laughs> <laughs> do you think he, do you think Al Diemiola would be a blood or a crip? <laughs> it's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, brother, you want to weigh in? Would uh, I have no opinion on this? I don't know who Al Diemiola is. Jazz guitarist. Yeah, famous jazz fusion guitarist Al, Al Diemiola. This is outside of any area of expertise. Blood I've ever or had. crip? Yeah, but like, do you think he'd be a blood or crip as an uninformed person? You know what? He probably, brother, probably thinks MS13. I was just gonna say MS13. Shit. 
Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I believe we we solved uh, it. Then. Multiple yeah. sclerosis thirteen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> might, might I interject? I hated this album. This one was the most fine of all the albums. <laughs> I listened to it on one and a half speed because it was so uninteresting for like a non-musician. So I, I will agree for the second song. The second song was like an ambient flute song with guitar melodies over it. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, there was there was a YouTube comment about the flute. The, uh, so, the flute? You mean the eight flutes that were constantly playing <laughs> throughout the entire fucking song? Uh, one of the YouTube comments was like, "I hope Buck played the flute yeah. and didn't sample it." it was, and I was like, "What? No, he didn't." So, so the song was called Town Hall Bell. And it okay. should have been called Town Hall Flute. <laughs> Town Hall Butt. Uh, or or for, for brother, it was a Town Hall Hell Ooh, I to like sit that. through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Or a Town uh, Hell feet. Ball. Um, <laughs> Are you yeah. getting back to the ball joke from... No, no, yeah, a, the guy's testicles from the <laughs> iPhone 6 put him in a town hell ball. <laughs> he, he's got the hell ball for sure. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, you, his, his, his testicles were getting that ambient flute track, dude. <laughs> pipe straight into my balls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pipe 165 <laughs> right into the balls. Uh, yeah, you know, this was a pretty cool album for the first half. The second half yeah. was not cool. Not as cool, no. And that that was really the whole, all three albums this week, I thought were half good. And then uh-huh. one of the songs was not that great. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I, I think that despite its flaws, this is my favorite Pike this week. Yeah, yeah. Because of the song Orange Tree, it was definitely my favorite this week. Because yeah. that song was really cool. I'd love to hear him do a lot more stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not sure we'll get a lot more stuff like that, because I imagine shit like that takes a long time to write. Uh, yeah, I probably. Don't I don't know. It sounded like he just made like a, a, a backing track with like drums and bass and then just kind of jammed over it. I mean, that's, I think that's what he does a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's not like directly doubling a lot of stuff on guitar and bass, then that's what I kind of assume he does. Yeah. Um. Yeah, pretty cool though. I think um, the first half would go great in a uh, bucket hookah lounge. Oh, yep. Whoa. And then um, bucket hookah. Bucket hookah. Beck, Beck tell us a a hookah story. What you got? I don't have a hookah stories, but but let me tell you what. So <laughs> in Providence, Rhode Island, where I live, where I the reside, hookah capital of the world. There, there yeah. is so there is a part of town that is like um it's called oh, Federal Hill, and they have six hookah bars <laughs> on one street. And I don't it's know six. how they stand. It's literally business. every other business is a hookah bar. It's, it's, it goes bar, hookah bar, bar, wow. hookah bar. It what? It's super interesting. I, there, there's no way can they you, can you bring business. They, there, one has to be a front. Two, maybe. Can, oh, wait. So, questions. Can you bring alcohol into the hookah bar? No. I think they sell alcohol in some of the hookah bars there. I don't think they do. I, I've seen Whoa. people drinking at them. Really? Yeah. Is that legal? Because here, at least here in Washington, uh-huh. you can't serve alcohol in in hookah bars. Oh, we're a little looser on the rules. <laughs> looser, yeah. looser on those hookah rules, baby. <laughs> yeah, You're looser on Pro- a lot of things over there, aren't you? <laughs> 
What? Talking <laughs> about your buttholes. Oh, mm. <laughs> Providence buttholes are the loosest and juiciest. I, I will not acknowledge this. USA remark. Today said that. They did. They, they did. They, that they, was on the cover. Yeah. yeah they were like, they were uh, like loosest buttholes in America. Yeah. Providence, Rhode Island. Like last year was San Antonio, but mm-hmm. they've tightened up and dried up quite a bit. Yep. That's true, baby. Yep. <laughs> Dropping facts on this here Dropping cast. bucket facts, baby. That's a bucket fact. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a, bu- a bucket bowel fact. That's a bucket fucked bucket fact. <laughs> um, butt fucked bucket fact. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> butt fucked bu- No, it's not. <laughs> we will not be put on many platforms if we do that. Um, <laughs> Two in the buck, one in the fact. <laughs> I like that. Two in the bucket, one in the head. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. We listen to those albums. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, after that, let's uh, let's go on a journey, guys. Where, let's are we do going? It. Where are we going to, Spencer? Hello, Spencer. The bucket. The bucket void. Statements from the bucket void. Bucket void. Oh my god. Oh my god, we're here. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. This is the part of the show where we just shine that light. Shine our big bucket light into the fucking shitty butthole oh, of YouTube. Spread and them cheeks. Spread them cheeks. Spread them and, net cheeks. <laughs> and go digging for for gold. Yeah. And here we are with the with the gold that, that I found um, on the internet. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's kick things off with a nice vibe. Uh, YouTube user Alphys Rocky five years ago says the depths of his compositions along with the sheer number of his releases is truly breathtaking. We need a global bucket head day. I actually agree with that. Yeah. I think yeah, we um, need a bucket head day. Well, there, there's multiple bucket head days a year. Like every Friday the 13th is bucket head day. That is we true. No, that is true. It's already Jason's day. Like, like nobody thinks of bucket head. We think of, Jason Voorhees. Well, in that case, that. we could just use his birthday, May thirteenth, as Buckethead Day. May thirteenth you know is Buckethead Day. Let's let's make it known. You, you probably I don't think. even know my birthday, and you know Buckethead's birthday. Yeah, we both know your birthday is April twenty seventh. It's not April twenty seventh. God damn it! This is like last week or two weeks ago, and you were like, "Oh yeah, August eighth. That's your birthday." Like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, did, I did say that. You just, yeah. you just like mashed yeah, my, did. me and my brother's birthday. I did together, that. Yeah, I which did that. I just did, uh-huh. and I know both of our birthdays. <laughs> yeah, theoretically. Theoretically, uh-huh. but, but you know, you know, Buckethead's birthday better than mine. That's the point. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, do I do I do a podcast about you every week? I didn't think so. Oh, that'd be good though. No, it would not. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a Heathcliff Corner every week. That could be our podcast. Oh wow! I do like the idea of a Heathcliff Corner. And speaking of that, YouTube user Dean Forever says six years ago, title really fits in. Damn, I'm a man, and I admit my tears start to flow with a smile. Thanks to God and his disciple Buckethead. Do you think this is done in irony? Like, no, I don't. No, no, not 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 much is done in Buckethead's name in irony. (laughs) Yeah, 
Speaking of Buckethead's name and irony, YouTube user Bechtel35 says two years ago, Buckethead is the reason God believes in us. Oddly enough, that uh, that that statement did not pass the Bechtel test. <laughs> Hate to see it. Uh, I, I I like to think that Buckethead is the reason. You know, when Hoobastank was talking about that, mm. they're talking about the reason. I think mm. the reason's Buckethead. Yeah. I, will I elaborate? No. Okay. I, I think Thanks. I would like to start a Heathcliff corner for the blind and visually impaired so that they can enjoy Heathcliff <laughs> like the rest of us. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's noble of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should do that. Speaking of noble, YouTube user OurFault119 says, and this is our fault, six years ago, Buckethead, you are a keeper of peace and a transcendent of space and time. That's it. Yeah. I like that, though. I really love the emphasis you put into this, like the character that you imbue into every one of these <laughs> comments. It, it, like, it, 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 it shows real commitment to the bit. I love that. <laughs> Can I can I can I give you all a bucket joke I just came up with? Yes, yeah, based on the word noble you just said. Um, what um, what does a fan at a fish concert and mm-hmm. a, uh, a a a farty king have in common? <laughs> well, they're both full of noble gases. A farty king? Farty. He's because he's farting. And oh, oh why you just say like, farting so king? Yeah, and then like fish fans do a bunch of nitrous oxide. That's oh, true. Yeah. yeah, that's their thing. You did so. have to explain that to me, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite thing is that fucking meme that was going around about like the dudes at the fish show just start jacking. Oh off. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, like some lady went to a fish show and there was like at least three dudes just like jacking off, jacking off, and there was two of them jacking off together. Just jacking off at the fish show. That that rules more than anything I've ever heard. Like I, I don't think I know of something funnier than jacking off at the fish show. Like that's Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks, like, society. Oh, Trey Anesthesia's doing the transition into uh, a mountaintop. Whoa, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, that rocks. Um big huge fan. Um Here's in it. Here's something I like. Here's a, de- a description I like. YouTube user Eddie Savitz Pizza Box Collection says three years ago, and this is about the last Pike we listened to, Pike One Sixty Five. Mm-hmm. He says, "Love this Pike. Sounds like Return to Forever. If they were psychopathic, chicken obsessed murder machines." Yeah, like the first track did definitely sound like uh, yeah. Return to Forever, uh-huh. of which El Demiola was a member for their first three albums. Yeah, uh, Beck, famous guitar player Al Demiola, who played with guitar. Return to Forever, jazz fusion uh, uh, guitar player Al Demiola, uh-huh. who played with the uh, the. Um, Stanley Clark and Chick Corea led Return to Forever. Nobody's talking about yeah. the murder machine part of this. Like, like that's the more interesting well, part. You know, some sometimes a man wants to be a murder machine, and that's okay. Yeah. We can't kink shame. Yeah, that's not cool, dude. It's not cool. Do you like, think Buckethead? Do you think he likes to wear the mask when he fucks? Oh yeah. How is this oh, the yeah. first time I you're th- talking about I think he likes this. to use Herbie. As like mm-hmm. he likes to eat pussy with Herbie. 
Oh. Buckethead doesn't eat pussy because the mask is on, but he can use Herbie to eat pussy, you know? What's Herbie? Like, the tongue only goes so far beyond the, the little thin plastic mouth. Is Herbie the, the bucket? Is Herbie... Like, no, Herbie's mm. the hand puppet that he uses to do interviews with. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Some of us have not dove into... Dove in? Yeah, well, Dove? looks like someone Speaking, didn't do the research. Well, yeah, to be yeah. On this podcast. You got to do time. your own research, Beck. Yeah, you got to yeah. go to Google. You type in "buckethead flat Earth" and you go from there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> buckethead time cube, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buckethead star child, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, buckethead Stargate, baby. Oh shit! SG-1. Oh shit! Yeah, that's tight. A big SG one stand over here. Mm. Fucking tilk for life. SG1, fuck yeah. Anyways, uh, YouTube user Eric C says six years ago, deep nutrient sucking roots this orange tree has. Which I like. Nutrient sucking roots. Yeah, that dude had dick sucking on the brain. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Or root sucking. Going outside. He was thinking about getting sucked off by a tree. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, You know know what would actually be awesome? Remember the first boss on the Kirby game? That tree yeah. that's yeah. apples at you, yeah. that, that big old round mouth. Yeah, 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 I would yeah, love yeah. to get blown by that tree. <laughs> yeah, for fucking or real. Or like Kirby for that matter. Like wow, Kirby's man, got Kirby, a, yeah. I bet that, that feels like getting blown by like a memory foam pillow. <laughs> yeah, probably. Quick aside, you were talking Stargate. Got like me thinking. What, what that Kerbussy do? <laughs> <laughs> who, who needs their Kerbussy eight? <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> so, have you guys watched that new Star Trek animated series yet? You guys are too. Uh, we watched like the first two episodes together. Yeah, two or three, I think. Oh, you mean you mean Rick and Morty, uh, Star Trek? Yeah, yeah, that's it's like Star thing. Trek Rick and Morty. That's what it is. No. Yeah, it's like Rick and Morn. Uh. Sorry, uh. Rick Berman and Morn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get these jokes. It, yeah, they're, they're these very, are deep cut very Star, deep Trek, Star Trek, Trek Deep Space jokes. Nine jokes, okay? <laughs> uh, I mean, Rick Berman is just a joke in general. Oh, hey, hey, hey Voyager's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you said it. I said it. It's okay. I said it. Voyager is okay. It is an okay with a period at the end. Like, yeah, it's, it's okay. It is okay. Burp. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, why, why did I put my phone away? I'm doing, I I'm the one, him, like, I'm the one doing the segment. segment yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Speaking of segments, we, we have a return from one of our favorite people here. Uh, what, what, uh what, Jordan Vine Je- only JV. Je- Jekyll McHyde or whatever. Uh, no, no, no. JV Jordan Vine. He yeah. only made one appearance this week. Oh, that's, that's or sorry, one. sorry. Two appearances this week, okay. but we're only going to talk about one of them right. and it's a pretty good one. Let's jump in, baby. Master of the ship key, a bucket bot divine. No mentor extraordinary, it's time for Jordan Vine. Let's all bow to the greatest guitarist in the history of music and the whole universe, because Buckethead is the best. And that's that. P.S. I love praising him. It's become my hobby. And also without any doubt whatsoever, because he fucking deserves it. Jordan Fine. 
Jordan. I, I love that theme. he now has this like praise kink for Buckethead. We, we have three themes for Jordan Vine. He's yeah. his own segment. I, well, I well uh, a while ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spencer like hit me up and he was like, hey, can you make a song for Jordan Vine? And I was like, I, I really have a lot to do today. I don't, I don't think I'll get to it. And so Spencer made a song for Jordan Vine, uh-huh. but I ended up having enough time to make two uh-huh. Jordan Vine songs. Uh-huh. And so now we just have three Jordan Vine songs. Look how good we are. None of them are yeah. bad. We're, Play the third no. one. We're, uh, well, maybe later. Yeah, I, I don't have the third one on this pad because I, I I just like using those two. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll do a couple more, couple more bucket, bucket voids, and then we'll do some, uh, some Britain and some back voids. Uh, uh, yeah, we got a back void. Uh, it's just a couple more. Um, they're quick here. YouTube user Morghole says four years ago, hell get it in many years when we're all dead, people will look at him like the biggest Mozart, Bach, Beethoven and all. It just takes time. He's not wrong. It does just take time. Like, nobody looked at Mozart (laughs) like Mozart when Mozart was alive. Now Mozart's Mozart. Yeah. Yeah, Now he's Amadeus, baby. Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus. YouTube user Balloon Cement says, After a long ass day, Uh, nothing beats unwinding your thoughts whilst listening to Brian's music. Agreed. Uh, balloon cement was one of the first pikes. Yeah, that's one of the pikes. Yeah. Uh, which one is it? Yeah. I have pike forty-one. I can't believe you know that. Really? It was that late? I thought it was. Is it? Was it? Earlier. Was it forty-one? Oh, I have no idea. Looking. looking oh, I, I was guessing. Oh. That was a guess. Oh, I want to say it was like ten or something like that. Spencer, yeah, I have me, no idea. Tell me about your last last ass day. Ah. Uh, oh. Well, that's not safe for this podcast. Um. Oh, it is the sixth. But it was yesterday. Okay. <laughs> it was the sixth, uh, sixth pike. Tight. Uh, now it's time for my favorite thing to do. Don't you dare play it. Uh, we play it. Play what, Spencer? No, no, no! Stop it! Don't play the song. I hate the song. Ah. It's from the Britain Boys. No, please. Literally, every time you tell me not to play it, I edit it into the podcast. So. <laughs> every single time. It's in every single every single Britain void, whether you want to I, or not. I started making part of my segment about Brit, and then Brit is so self-involved that, you know, now we have a theme for the we segment. We three for Jordan. Why can't I have fucking one, Spencer? Well, who says you're more important than Jordan Vine in this made, podcast? I made you a... <laughs> who says that? I made you a fucking song. I can make me a song, too. Go fuck yourself. Wait, wait, wait. Have, have you guys thought about reaching out to Jordan, whatever his name is, as a guest? So, so it's actually... Uh, the only way we could really do it is by leaving YouTube comments asking him to contact us some other way. Yeah. Because YouTube doesn't really do direct messages at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'd be it'd be complicated. Um, you could I don't know. Google yeah, we, him. We should try to reach out, but it'd be a little difficult being that the only medium we've ever seen him on is a place that doesn't really allow for direct messaging. Is his name on there? Can you just 
message him or like Google him? Yeah, it's Jordan Vine. Have you been <laughs> listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, I don't JV, know. Maybe like a Vine star, and that's why it's Jordan Vine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Um, but anyways, this this part of the show, I just like I pick out a tweet or just not a tweet. Sorry, I pick out a a, a text that I've shared between a. Uh, Brit and I, um, and this time I picked out one for you, Beck, as well. Oh yeah! So we're gonna do Brit, or sorry, we'll, we'll do Beck's first. And uh, this is a statement from the Beck Void on February nineteenth, twenty twenty, at six forty three p.m. my time. You texted me and said, "Theory: Bill Burr's character in The Mandalorian is the origin for the Boston accent." There's no way that you can explain his accent in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> there really isn't. Like, it, it's a huge mystery. Like, why does someone exist in the Star Wars universe that's, verse that's anything like Bill Burr? No, it, like, it was a long time ago, far, far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right but apparently they have, like, yeah. an equivalent to Boston, which if we have the technology to travel faster than light, uh-huh. there will be no Boston. <laughs> like we're beyond Boston at that point. But we'll still have the band Boston. Just as like a reference. Yeah, of course, of course. Like what are you gonna listen to when fucking going into overdrive? Oh maybe? hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Warp, speed. That's warp speed music. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Love that. Yeah, the spaceship looks just like the spaceship on the cover oh, of the record. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. I didn't think about yeah, that. Or the spaceship looks exactly like the city of Boston. That'd be cool too. What if the city of Boston uh, was the spaceship? Oh what if it was the band? What oh if, my god! What if the only people who lived in Boston were the members of Boston. Whoa. It was like, yeah, yeah. And then Mr. Boston, our uh, our high school guidance counselor. Oh, Monty, <laughs> Monty Boston. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a uh, shout out to you, pretty... Monty Boston. Yeah, wherever you are, probably dead. You were really unhealthy. You Later, you dog. were really nice. I hope you're doing well. Mighty. Yeah. Mighty Monty Boston. <laughs> <laughs> the Mighty Monty Bostons. Yeah. Um, lastly, <clears throat> Brit, yeah. on Tuesday, July 6th, 2020, mm-hmm. you texted the group chat of Beck and I and you, and you said two statements that are very different, one after another, and we're going to read both of them. Okay. At 9.03 p.m. on Tuesday, July 6th, 2020, you said, Waluigi gave all so we may enjoy the benefits of a decaying empire. Wow. <laughs> I love it. That's, 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 I don't remember that, but I don't disagree with it. There's something there. Y- you followed it up at 9.07 p.m. with a second text. Don't you love that Steven Tyler wrote Dude Looks Like a Lady about Motley Crue and ended up looking more like an aged lesbian than anyone else in rock history? Legend. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really trying to think. Like, Steven Tyler looks the most like an aged lesbian. You know what he looks Mm -hmm. like is like... If you uh, left um, Janice from the Dr. Teeth Band from the Muppets, if you left mm-hmm. her in the dryer for too long, yes. uh, it looked exactly like Steven Tyler. That's, that's I would argue good. that Joe Perry is up there, too. And I think um, Richie Sambora might also qualify. Oh, you're right. Richie Sambora definitely. I mean, he looks a lot like Joe Perry, though, doesn't he? 
I, I think they even have the same like gray streak or whatever in their hair now. Uh, um, I mean, like Tom Petty was looking pretty, pretty aged lesbian before he left. Yeah, such a Actually, no, he grew a beard eventually. Yeah, yeah. he did grow a beard. He, but he got around that, that when he was clean idea. shaven. He was very lesbiany. Um, <laughs> les, les, lesbianific. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Hey, would you? This is part of the show where we recommend stuff that we think is good. Uh, Beck, do you got something to recommend? I do. I have two things. First, uh, yeah. I just finished the Expanse book series. It's fantastic. I I'm not a big sci-fi oh, yeah. guy. I loved it. It is the best sci-fi I've ever read. It's one of the best book series I've ever read. Uh, I the, nice. the next book comes out at the end of November. I would recommend this this series to everyone. And I will also recommend the show Ted. Theodore Lasso because it is funny. It's got a lot of heart. Give it a watch. You mean just Ted Lasso? Yeah. I don't think they have his middle name in there. No, no. He he's, he's Ted he's, is short for Theodore. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't call it Theodore Lasso. I call Steve Jobs Stephen Jobs. Come on. Yeah, I call him Blow Jobs. <laughs> Stop. I- <laughs> Because that's what I want to give him. <laughs> Even in dead, death? sexy motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh. Cool. That that rocks. Uh, I haven't watched you, Ted Lasso, but I do have that service, so I guess I could. Give so it a look, see. Well. It's a very good show. Nice. Uh, Britt, what you got to recommend us? Well, since both of you are here, and I know you're both super interested in this, I'm going to recommend an anime called uh, <laughs> My Hero Academia. Oh, my God. Wow, you what, are one of those. What, it's what about me. Wow. Uh, it's hero in academia. Yeah, see, you're an academic. Okay, so... And like, you're, you know what? Being that you're a teacher, you're a hero every day. So you're my wow. hero academia, brother. <laughs> wow. How about that? Wow. This is next level. Yeah. Tell tell us yeah, about it. Welcome, Doug. Yeah. Um, Thanks for telling us about it's, it. Uh, it. It takes place in a world where uh, like 80% of all people have some sort of superpower. And so the minority are like normal people. Okay. And uh, it, it takes place in like the top high school for people to like develop their superpowers. Uh, and it's, it's just super fun. Like, um, and there, there's a character in there who's a teacher, and he, he's a scarf goth. And uh, that could be you. What is the scarf goth? A scarf goth is a goth who wears scarves. Are they allowed but to be colored? Be a goth and wear a scarf. Shut the fuck up. He's a what? scarf goth. I, I just, I'm, scarf I'm not goth. clear on the, the scarf distinction. Goth. What? Okay. Scarf. Right, fine. Fine. Scarf, fine. Scarf, okay. Fine. Fine. Okay. Okay. What, All right. what, what do you have to recommend this week, Spencer? Well, not scarf goth. Well, because I don't know what that is. Can I change my recommendation? Not... I change my recommendation. Scarf goth. That's my recommendation. Yeah. There you All go. Right. Two, two, two against two three. Two against one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two against three. <laughs> Wait, What's two against uh, three? Sorry. Are you three people now? Yeah. <laughs> you think I have an ego for making myself a theme song? Fuck you, Spencer. Um. Okay, so I, what I have to recommend is the thing I made you listen to before the podcast, oh, which yeah. is Devo's cover of Nine Inch Nails' Head Like a Hole. It's really good. From the 1990s that was used on the soundtrack for Jackie Chan's Super Cop. Um, and yeah, Devo covered Head Like a Hole, and it fucking slaps. I, like, I, I, I cannot recommend it enough. It's I'm, really I'm, cool. I'm sorry, can I give one more recommendation based on that recommendation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, based on you saying Jackie Chan and Super Cop, 
go listen to Jackie Chan's pop music. It's uh-huh. hilarious, especially it's good. especially the stuff he does in English mm-hmm. in like the eighties and nineties is fantastic. It, it it's like like it's like an it's a mad TV sketch. It sounds so brokenly racist. It's <laughs> phenomenal. Um, it's just like. Jackie Chan trying to sing in English, but nothing really makes that much sense because he really didn't know English that well at the time. Eh. We listened to it years ago, I think, right? We found it like I, five, six. Yeah, years I ago. think we might. Yeah, we we did, and it's. Uh, but someone reminded me of it a couple of weeks ago, and is uh, this how you remind me? It is. Uh, you know, released on album on nine eleven. That's true. Just like Lemon Party. Just like Lemon Party. <laughs> Oh well, my that's god! When Lemon Party was taken. So was oh my god! That was the that was the Silver Side Up release party. Oh! Oh my god! Silver Side Up, Lemon Party Down, baby. Wait, have, have we talked about <laughs> Master of Disguise and how they were filming that on nine eleven? Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, they, yes. they took a break uh, filming the turtle scene, the uh-huh. iconic turtle yeah, they, they scene. So you have you have Dana Carvey in in full turtle outfit. Mm-hmm. Full turtle regalia. Full turtle regalia. And then they do a moment of silence for 9 11. Yeah, very strange. On set. Which. I wish there was a photo. You know his spectrumized ass, just like in the middle of the moments of silence, was just like turtle, turtle, turtle. Like. Uh, Can I I tell a quick story? Um, At at my work uh, on 9 11 this year, so we have these meetings in the mornings. Right, and at the end of the meeting, somebody, the person leading the meeting, usually a manager, will be like, "Hey, so we're gonna go out on something," and it's usually just like whatever it was we had to talk about for the meeting. So it's like, yeah, we go out on like manic Monday or like something stupid. It's very dumb. But uh, on nine eleven this year, the manager leading the meeting was like, "Hey, what should we go out on?" Oh, and no. one of the employees <laughs> said. 9-11, and then they were like, all right, three, two, one, and then we all said, 9-11! <laughs> that rules so hard. And then, like, when it happened, me and one of my friends who was, like, across the room, I, we just, like, locked eyes. Just immediately, we were like, no, this can't be happening. What is going on? Oh, my God. It was yeah. uh, it was incredible, and yeah. so then the next day, uh, I was in one of those meetings, and they were like, "What should we go out on?" And I was like, "Nine <laughs> eleven, man." We didn't go out on it that yeah. day, but yeah. I did suggest it. Spencer works on the Bleak Squad. <laughs> <laughs> that is we true. Finally, it, it finally turned into a great joke down the line. Yeah, good job. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I uh, yeah, listen to that Devo cover. It's tight. Yeah, it fucks. It definitely fucks. Will I think it's time for my favorite part of the show. That I'm really excited it. for it. Okay. Let's do it. Well, my favorite part. Here we go. Bucket jokes. Bucket jokes. Bucket jokes. Bucket jokes. All right. Uh, you got any this week, Spence? I fucking didn't ha- write any jokes. It's all, it's um, all good. Oh, I, actually, you know what? I do kind of have a joke. It, it's, a, it. it's just a bit yeah. uh, that I think is funny. Um, okay. Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about the astronauts lately, you know, in the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. Um, they're orbiting Earth. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty cool. They get to look down on us, um, all of us, which I think is nice. 
And like when when one thinks about space, I think that like your brain can really only go to one place, and that is jacking off in space. Uh, I mean, what else are you going to think about? I I immediately no. start thinking about jacking off in space, and uh, I, I think that like I if I got to go to space, I think that like what I would really want to do is like just float in front of those one of those big windows on the space station, just looking at Earth, mm-hmm. and just just pound one out, just looking at Earth. just earth just be like ha ha you're all down there and then like you know it'd be tight i mean only half or like you know maybe a third of the earth at a time could potentially see you but that's also like the ultimate uh uh like yeah it's it's the ultimate you know like if you want to be you know voyeur ultimate voyeur thing you know everybody everybody on earth is watching you bait true yeah I don't know. No. Jacking off in space. Would love to rub one out to a planet. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. Do you know, uh, so in the vacuum of space, instead of jacking off, you get jacked in. <laughs> what? No, that doesn't make sense. I, I it doesn't make sense at all, man. It's like one of those like Mother Russia jokes. Uh, like in, Maybe. Yeah. In, in Mother Russia, Russia. In Mother Russia, you don't jack off in space. Space jacks off in you. <laughs> yeah. Like Whoa. That. Whoa. What? That doesn't make any sense. Whoa. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that, that rocks. Uh, why do police officers have so much flour at home? Oh. Uh, well, because they all batter their wives. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> What beverage did the police officer oh, serve no. to his wife at the policeman's gala? Uh, Punch. What vegetable did the cop give his wife for dinner? No. Beet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, Why doesn't J.K. Rowling drive a car? Uh, well, she uh, refuses to acknowledge the existence of her transmission. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. What's the difference between Jerry Seinfeld and a professional blackjack player? Oh no. Well, oh, Jerry no. Seinfeld always hits on 17. <laughs> why was the, That's a pretty good one. Why was the Dune movie released in October? I don't know. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> That's a, that's a good one. I like I like that one. What did Les Claypool say to the customer service representative when he got Amazon subscriptions for his entire band? Uh, he said, know. "Primus." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two cannibals are eating a tool fan. Oh no! One says to the other, "Man, this tastes like shit." <laughs> <laughs> That's that's for all you diaper rocket tool fans out there. Uh, Microsoft Word walks into a bar and <laughs> asks for a table. All of the words move. <laughs> Whoa, that's a pretty good joke. Uh, why did the judge put a red squiggly line under the jury's verdict? Mm. Well, he couldn't accept the sentence. That's another Microsoft Word joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one better. What? That one's even, even better. What's a, what if coal mines are just the mass graves of a snowman genocide? Okay. Well, 
that's it. That's the joke. Uh, uh, so I don't know if you heard in the news today, Mark Zuckerberg announced today that Facebook is officially changing its name to Meta. You hear mm-hmm. about this? Yeah. Like, yeah. like real. It's actually a thing in the news. Um, yeah, it makes me wish he would have made a better team of marketing executives. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Did you see the, the, the screenshot with the barbecue sauce on his shelf? No. So when he was making the announcement, like he filmed it at his house, and there's like a just a thing of barbecue sauce on his. And that's it. Like no, it's it's like holding up some books. It's like a book stopper, but it's barbecue sauce. Huh. It's really w- fucking weird, man. Barbecue. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the difference between a calzone and a pizzone? <laughs> AutoZone. Whoa! Oh, that's a good point. Um, well, a calzone is like a closed pizza, and mm-hmm. a piss zone is like R. <laughs> Kelly's bedroom. Oh! Uh, uh, what's a Republican's favorite vegetable? Pizza. Terry Schiavo. <laughs> uh, what do Pee Wee Herman and Silence of the Lambs have in common? I don't know. Well, in June of 1991, both were coming soon exclusively in theaters. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's, a great, that's a really good joke. I love that What's joke. six inches soft and not allowed within 500 feet of a school? <laughs> Jared Fogel's turkey sub. <laughs> Well, that's it. it. Yeah, we, I we guess we got to do the outro. I guess so. Um, uh, where where can we find you, Spencer? What are you on? Uh, I'm at I'm on the internet at Spencer S P E N S E R dot zone. Spencer is in Spencer for hire dot zone as in pizzone. Yeah, yeah. Dot <laughs> zone is in pizzone. Correct. Or auto zone. Or auto zone. Get in also the zone. correct. Auto zone erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in like a, a like a math rock band, I would name a song that. Autos. Yeah, that's a pretty cool song. Name. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty cool song name. Yeah, they're making like Dillinger Escape Plan kind of music. Yeah, yeah, brother. Where can you we find you if you want to be found? Find me on Instagram at Dextra. Oh yeah, way to way to put up his his link there, Spencer. Uh, oh yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I don't care. Cool. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Dog Vorbis or on socials at a Bucket Cast. I'll uh, say hello um, and. If you want to leave us a message, you can. Yeah. The, we have a number. You we can do. call us at 425-310-2416. How about that shit? 425-310-2416. Give us a call. Um, I think we still have a couple of messages maybe we haven't listened to. but We do. I think but we're we'll, from the same person, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to spread it. those out. Like butter. Spread them cheeks. Like, like the bucket butt. butter. Yeah, and, and, butt butt, and butt cheeks. Yeah, butt cheeks love, and butter. Love, love spreading butt cheeks. Two things you Big fan. like to spread. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big fan. We're like dat fan. I love dat fan jokes. Why, why aren't bucket you know, jokes You know what's the best jokes? thing about dat fan is uh, his last name is spelled the exact same as fans of the band Fish, <laughs> who spell it P-H-A-N. <laughs> 
That is fun. <laughs> and I, I like <laughs> both of those real. things. That is not real. Is that real? Well, that's a real thing. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What about I... that Phantom of the Opera? Has that been a thing yet? Ooh, I really like that. Yeah. Dude, we got to get back to fish fans spelling fans of fish, P-H-A-N. Ooh, wouldn't it be awesome if fish did a whole concert where they just played the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack and they called that Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be hella sick. Oh, I, I would not watch that at all. <laughs> It's like, whoa, Christine, not groovy, dude. <laughs> do you think Phantom of the Opera fans also call themselves P-H-A-N-S? No, we do not. But as as a Phantom of the Opera stand here, we call uh, ourselves losers. Or, or goths. Yeah, goths. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Same same thing. I mean <laughs> I mean, yeah, for being honest here. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a goth is just a loser with eyeshadow. That's really, true. So. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, uh, this has been Dat Fan, and this has been Spencer. This has been the Love Doctor, and this has been Dat Fan. <laughs> You've been listening to Getting Head, a Bucket Cast. Stay greasy, Bucketheads. Namaste. Later, dudes. Even better idea than Dat Phantom of the Opera, uh, the Kratom of the Opera. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's pretty good. That's pretty good.